Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30, Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30, Chad. I think everybody, almost everybody has somebody here, friends, family, uh, people who you care about, people who helped you along the way to get to where you're at, so... If you can't get up and show up for a game on Sunday, this is a game that we're all going to be ready for and that we all need to be ready for, not just for the event, but for for the season, for you know where we are at as a team, to collectively grow as a team. Uh, I think that we've been a team that's faced adversity multiple times. This is adversity to start the year. Obviously, we want us to start the year off better, but we are here now and we're ready to elevate here. There is Zach Hyman following last night's 3-0 shutout loss to the New York Rangers. It's Brendan Escott here, hour number two of Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Just working on connecting with George Larocque here. Perhaps we will, and perhaps we won't. It's a throwback Friday regardless. Brought to you by Conlon Motorsports. Get everything you need here so you can get out there. Oh yeah. And it's a little bit chilly, so hopefully you're bundling up when you get out there as well. Looking at about zero degrees or so on Sunday for the Heritage Classic. We've got coverage on 6.30, Chad, starting with the face-off show at 3 o'clock. You get two hours with Reed, who sets it up before a 5 o'clock puck drop. And you know when it's a game like this, a 5 p.m. puck drop means probably 25 after 5. They've got the uh, fighter jets doing a flyover. They've got some other, uh, you know, the ceremonial puck drop kind of thing, which, by the way, is going to be... A little disappointing if we don't see number 97 out there in that beautiful Heritage Classic jersey that they've got doctored up. So I'm not saying, but I am saying that he did skate yesterday. Nobody from the team skated today. I think it was a league-mandated day off. I'd have to double-check. Don't have the full list of the league-mandated ones versus ones you just get. Probably needed a day to recoup. Uh, suffice it to say, I mean, we, we can go back over last night's loss for a couple of minutes anyway. Five shots on goal through the first period. Not the first four minutes of the game, not the first ten minutes of the game. Five shots on the Rangers' backup goaltender through the first period for a team whose calling card is offense. Riddle me that one, man. Riddle me that. They're 26th in the NHL right now in goals per game, scoring 2.43. 
this isn't the team we remember, and this isn't influenced necessarily by the fact that McDavid's sidelined right now either. They led the league last season with 3.96 goals per game. First to 26th? Have they fallen that far? Of course they haven't fallen that far, but it would sure be nice if they could slam the floodgates closed because it feels like things are sinking right now. And it wouldn't have if the expectations weren't so high for this team. They were high for you. They were high for me. They were high for everybody in that organization, and they should remain that way. But but I, I can't think of a better analogy than somebody tying their sneakers together out of the starting blocks, and here they've tripped over themselves, and they're still trying to figure out how to get these shoelaces out of a knot. Maybe this is the cure. Maybe the fact that the Heritage Classic is is taking place in their town with their family members here to see it, and you get the special pomp and circumstance that comes with it. Maybe this jogs things. Maybe just seeing a Calgary uniform, albeit one you've never really played against before, but they've still got a Flames logo somewhere on there. Maybe just seeing that is 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 the red uh, I don't know, tablecloth. Is that what you wave in front of a bull when you're trying to get a bull to charge? Perhaps that's what what gets this team going. Um, but they need something, and perhaps the return of their captain coincides with that. I don't know anything that you don't on the on this front, other than I guess I was privileged enough when I was underneath uh, the bleachers last night doing my job that I did see McDavid was in the building in a nice suit. I didn't think he was there at all. I assumed he would be at home in the sauna or something, getting stretched out, but he was there. And thank goodness he was, because my understanding is they had a players-only meeting after that game. It took a while for the media to get into that room. Now, I don't want to tell tales out of school, um, but it's, it, that was sort of the general the murmur. Is, oh, I wonder if um, yeah they're having a players-only. Good. Because they need some accountability right now. As simple as that. And when you have a situation, and this question was asked last night, when you have a situation where ice time can't really be used as currency or motivation or or um, or punishment for that matter, because they, they don't have anybody else to play right now, um, you've got a really peculiar situation. But you've also got a group of guys who have been teammates and, and professionals for 10 years now, just about, for lots of them. Um, they got to hold each other accountable. Here's Darnell Nurse. Yeah, we got to be better, like, to a man. That's simple as that. Um, that's the dialogue. Everyone knows, you know, it's easy to point fingers and whatnot. I mean, we got everyone just look in the, in the mirror at this point and be a whole lot better. Yeah, so if you're keeping track at home, that's uh, two expletives in post-game content in the last few games, and one third-period goal. <laughs> Shout out to Waz on that stat. One third-period goal, two post-game expletives. <laughs> I mean, that's a difficult ratio to be palating in the in the first. Not for a team that's that's trying to come out of the decade of darkness. This is a team that thinks it's good enough to win the Stanley Cup this year. 780-496-0063. We thought we were going to hear from George. He might even be in town. I would. He was a couple games ago, so I would assume if he could be in town, he would be. I want to get his thoughts on Arbor Jacki. 
Tell me that guy is not the heavyweight champion of the league right now. I'll wait. You want to text in? Make that argument. Arbor Jackai at, what is he, 22 years old, 23, is currently the heavyweight champion of the NHL. He made Zach Cassian retire because he claimed his soul last year, and Cass was never the same. I say that tongue-in-cheek. You can have a laugh at home with me. I hope you do. <laughs> and then he basically went out there and told Ryan Reeves exactly how that Atlantic division's going to work, which I loved. And Reeves was like, uh, I don't like getting jumped. Well, keep your head up when Jack Guy's out there. <laughs> we'll see if George agrees. 780-496-0063. Texter says the Oilers need a goaltender who can steal a game. When the team is playing, you know, we're getting outplayed. Even Miko Koskinen stole a few games for the Oilers. You can't say that about Campbell or Skinner. They haven't really had the opportunity to steal a game this year because their their teammates are averaging two goals a game. So you have to basically pitch a shutout, which is very difficult to do in the modern NHL. <laughs> And then you're you're hoping for run support, and they're just not getting it right now. But you're right, and holy smokes, am I ever tired of hearing the Oilers got goalied? Does anybody else talk about the Oilers goalieing somebody? I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of talk radio in other markets, some, but not a lot, and you never hear that. So it seems like a case where the best case scenario is the team just getting by with the goaltending situation and then trying to overcome and overcompensate for that uh, somewhere else in the lineup. It doesn't need to be that way. And as Frank was trying to explain, it seems like the, the shift in defensive structure was made with the idea that you're going to make it easier on these goaltenders. That has not paid off this year. <laughs> Needless to say, that has not paid off this year. And as a result, Ryan Nugent Hopkins says, yeah, they're, they're pissed off. I would say there's probably a bit of frustration that we need to get out right now. Um, got a couple days here to regroup. and uh, it's, it's early, but uh, we know how important uh, getting things going now is. And uh, like I said, it, it doesn't really matter what we've done in the past. It's... Uh, uh, it's about here and now, and uh, it starts start Sunday. Zach Hyman said the same thing last night. First of all, stop focusing on last year, he says. Well, last year helped set the expectations for this year. So that's when you're using that as your uh, baseline for where things have fallen, That I'm referencing back to last year because this team was light years beyond this point last year. So that's an interesting comment to make. I get that you don't want to dwell on things, and you certainly don't want to dwell on the first seven games of this season, but you need to take a serious, long evaluation about what's gone wrong, simply put. 780-496-0063. I have texts. I'm just navigating to them. Bear with me for a second. Uh, okay, the Oilers are still dealing with the massive disappointment from losing to Vegas. They're having some trouble being motivated uh, with this early schedule. They'll get going, and they will be just fine. It's going to take probably 20 games. Then watch out. Relax, people. The problem I have with that notion is that it's not taking Vegas 20 games. Vegas is 7-0 and right now. 
And I can't recall exactly who the other two teams are, but there's two other teams who are, I think it's Colorado. Do you have it, Kellen? It's Colorado and Boston, I believe. Very, is it not? That's, I knew it was Colorado, so Boston makes sense as the other one. Those are the other cup contenders, by the way. There's your three other cup contenders this year. You can make a case for uh, an odd floater, but the three other teams that you would probably suggest, and if you looked at an odds book, I don't have one in front of me, but those are guys that that's how their season is starting, and Edmonton is starting the exact opposite way. So yes, it's okay to be pragmatic about what's happening and say that it's early, but the other teams aren't having this problem. The other teams got out of the starter block because they tied their own shoes to, and they didn't tie them together. <laughs> they got it done the right way. Text from Oil in Arizona says, I read a description of a zone defense versus a non-zone defense. A zone defense is process-related. A non-zone defense is really taking advantage of what exceptional players can give you. What do you think about that? You know, on a very base level, I think that makes sense because if you're man marking and you've got guys that can skate as well as, say, some of the Rangers defenders can, like Keandre Miller would be an elite marker on defense. You don't need to assign to an area because he can skate speed and agility wise with forwards. Keandre Miller actually was a forward until he entered the U.S. National Development Program. So uh, that would be an extreme example, I suppose. But you're right in, in that I don't think the Oilers have a good enough defensive personnel to think that they're going to go man to man and uh, and have success, right? We saw it get exposed because you get too many people turning around and running around and trying to make up for everyone else's mistakes. We've acknowledged that over the course of the summer. The problem is right now that I, like it doesn't seem like people know where their assignment is yet, and I just I'm puzzled by that. And that's just hey, that could be my observation because it seems like nobody on this team says that this has anything to do with the defensive system. But when I watch these guys play, when I watch some of the turnovers, when I watch some of the passes that are being threaded through or behind the defense, five on five or otherwise, I scratch the top of my head. I really do. It is early. 20 games is too long for me to wait. I think we would see significant change happen before 20 games. Usually the benchmark is American Thanksgiving, which would put us, what, three, three and a half weeks from now? I mean, it's starting to creep up early. 14 more games to that point, give or take. Yeah, I don't know if we want to wait that long if things are going this way. But what do you change? 780-496-0063. Again, some textures are calling for the call-up of, of a Lane Peterson, a Raphael Lavoie. I suppose you could send down a Derek Ryan or expose a Matias Yanmark to waivers, but understanding that these guys are also role players on special teams. That's why they're here in the NHL, and that's why the others were the last cuts down to the AHL. You got to remember that there was a reason that those players were the last cuts, be it the team or organization wanted more exposure for them offensively or whatever. And you can say they've looked good. A lot of that would be based on training camp. They've played two games. 
their third game happening in about an hour and 40 minutes down in Tucson. So I don't think that that's a real accurate sample size for you to just whimsically say Seth Griffith is the answer to this. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I don't know. Maybe Connor McDavid comes back on Sunday and that's the spark. Maybe Sunday's game itself is the spark. But the bottom line is, is they need a spark. Big time. We can open up the phone lines. We've got a few minutes here. I know some people were trying to get in earlier. If you're fizzled out, that's fine too. But uh, we do have the River Cree Resort Casino hotline open at 780-496-0063. River Cree Resort and Casino has comedian Don Burnstick on Friday, November 10th. Get your tickets now at uh, rivercreeresort.com. River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. I will give Kellen a half second to put... Jeff on hold. While Jeff holds, we'll step aside and we'll bring it back with a call or two and certainly some more of your texts on the Edmonton Oilers. And Big George, we're sorry we missed you and we're even more sorry for our friends at Conlon Motorsports. Get everything you need here so you can get out there. You need a partner who can support you from the planning stages to job completion. That partner is Contract Equipment Limited. With an extensive fleet of over 600 units, Contract is the leading provider of heavy equipment rentals and used heavy equipment sales in Western Canada. Whether you need new and like new heavy equipment from trusted names, specialty pieces, or complete custom spreads, contact Contract. Visit ContractEQ.ca. C-O-N-T-R-A-C. Contract. Hi, I'm Colin Bruce from the Colin Bruce Mortgage Team, and I'm a big supporter of YES. Last year, 697 youth came through the doors at YES, Youth Empowerment and Support Services, looking for help in their moments of crisis. YES knows it's important that youth get the help they need when they need it. Their programs provide 24-7 crisis intervention and support for youth ages 15 to 24. This access saves lives and makes our community safer for all. Learn more about how to support YES or reach out for help at yess.org. When the Stollery Children's Hospital Foundation, Mighty Millions Lottery, says they want to send you to paradise, they mean paradise. Hi, I'm Tracy Gray, broadcasting live out of their grand prize show home, and part of the early bird prize is a trip to paradise. Seven nights stay at the Sandals Royal Bahamian Resort in Nassau. The resort has it all for you. First, they'll pick you up in a Rolls Royce and then deliver you to the hotel in luxury style, right to your private butler. There's seven unique pools, so that means you'll have a different pool for every day that you stay there. Twelve five-star restaurants, and here's my favorite part, an award-winning spa. It all sounds amazing, but it also comes with a new Porsche 911 and so many reasons to get your ticket. Get it before midnight tonight. If you get a chance to grab your ticket, you'll also have a chance to choose between the Porsche 911, the trip to paradise, or $175,000 cash. So much more to be won, and there's also 50-50. Don't miss out. Go to MightyMillionsLottery.com. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. tweet here from uh, IFP Paul. He says it's just not the same team that was great down the stretch. Everybody keeps forgetting that they lost Costin, they lost Yamamoto, they lost uh, Bugsy Malone, Ryan Malone, um, or pardon me, Brad Malone, not Ryan Malone, where am I going? Uh, they uh, they replaced him with Yanmark full-time, Adam Ernie, Connor Brown, you add Derek Ryan to that mix, and you have a handful of non K 
caliber NHL players by our standards these days. That's coming from Paul on uh, Twitter. Yeah, I think that Clem uh, Costin priced himself out of the marketplace, and that's really disappointing because he is pretty well the exact thing I think that they're missing in the bottom of the lineup. Problem is, he didn't deliver like that every single game. And if you're going to demand the kind of money that he wanted, even it's a cap tight world. So, yeah, you're demanding when you're talking about $2 million, uh, but you better be willing to bring that $2 million every single night. That value has to come every single night if you're going to ask that. And and I think it was demonstrated at times that that just couldn't be relied on with cost. And so while I love that he was feeding out knuckle sandwiches, that's great. You find somebody else who can do it for $1.3 million less. Let's bring Jeff aboard on the uh, River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. Jeff, you're on the air. How's it going tonight? Not too bad. Just a couple quick points. Yep. Um, there were some of us, not many, I think, but there were some of us last year that thought the window for a McDavid dry settle cup was last year. Um, Vegas played great, but Vegas was beatable. And I knew at that point that that might have been the window, the absolute window for the Oilers to get these guys a cup. Because if you can't get at least to the finals with with the best two players in the world, I think from a sports franchise perspective, it goes down as one of the, you know, one of the major mishaps in sports history. I'm sorry, but that's probably the case. You know, yeah, I understand the context of it for sure. Now, I'll ask you this, and we've got a couple minutes left here. But it, to me, I define the window largely in the context of the years left on their contracts, of which there's two for one of them and three for the others. So, uh, that like, what what would your definition of the window be? They had a great opportunity last year, certainly to close the deal. Uh, but I think, in my opinion, the window is still open. So, I just wonder how you define the well, window. Well, because because I think that it's fair to say that even for players of dry saddle and David's caliber um, you know it's it's uh, you know I'm not sure they can supersede the season that they had last year in the regular season I'm not sure that you can say definitively that they're still on their upswing as they reach their late 20s so you know I mean um, you just don't know and then this year kind of proves it so it's another reason why I don't understand the players around them don't have the urgency they should have the urgency because really when you have two superstars superstars like that you know you're not just playing for the Edmonton Oilers in the city you're playing for those two guys who are legacy players you know so to see them come out so flat and so haphazard is very disappointing but um We'll see what happens. I just have a quick point. Tell me what Ryan McLeod brings to the Edmonton Oilers at this point, other than speed skating. Fair point. I'm going to put you on pause and answer that, Jeff. Listen, I, I think that this was a huge year for Ryan McLeod. I know in our season preview show, I, I said that, and I think I picked off Jack's guy who feels the same way. This is a player who looks looks at a glance like McDavid when he's skating. The problem is, if you're not doing anything with that top-end speed, who cares? So you better be forechecking the lights out, which he doesn't really do. He's big enough to be impactful with his body, which he doesn't really do. He should be winning face-offs. His brother's one of the better guys in the league. Spend a summer out in the backyard and draw face-offs until you're blistered and you can't anymore. He didn't do that. So I'm looking at his face-off stats last night. They're not good. They're not good. 
there is a huge dimension missing in the bottom part of the lineup. And when you spend a second round pick on someone like Ryan McLeod, Jeff, you are absolutely right that this needs to be a way better effort. He is one of the players I think needs a serious kick in the pants. And when he gets going, if that is the case, he'll be part of the team's turnaround. And if he doesn't, I don't know that he's part of the team's future. That's what I think. We've got plenty of time more coming up for your thoughts. But first, we'll chat with NHL Insider John Shannon after a global news weather traffic update with Thomas Dias.